All right, welcome back to another episode of the Smack Talk podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about a bunch of things today, but the main thing that I wanted to talk about, especially with the NFL season starting tonight, I cannot wait. Um, my excitement levels are through the roof. We have the Chiefs playing the Texans tonight in Kansas City, so you already know that it's going to be an absolutely amazing game. But um, and I wanted to talk about the main reason, or what's ruining sports. Um, because sports hold a very dear place in a lot of our hearts. When we watch sports, we often watch them as a way to form some sort of connection with others and with our teams, and we feel an extreme sense of jubilation and happiness when they win, be it the World Series, um, the Super Bowl, um, the Finals. We, we're very happy and we're very excited for our team. Um, we form very close connections over sports team with people regardless of any sort of differences that we may have had we both support um, let's say the Cavaliers we're both big Cavaliers fans we both like the Cavaliers and so it brings us together so the point of sports is to unite us as one as Americans well, you know unless you're a Canadian team um, but that's what we do we get united through sports and so the thing that I wanted to talk about today that I think is really important what the f- the thing that I wanted to talk about today that I thought was really important was the whole political divide among sports because I think that it really ruins sports, especially when you when you integrate politics into it. Now, I've said from the get-go I don't want to talk about politics because I don't think politics belong in sports, and I'm going to keep that position. But I will talk about how sports are ruined by politics without going on to any tangents regarding my political beliefs or the political beliefs of others. Uh, so I saw this article on the Washington Times. It was called um, "American Sports Women by Politics." I kind of wanted to look at it for a little bit. It says, uh, "An ongoing debate among sports enthusiasts is whether college athletes should be able to financially benefit from team endorsements, from team sponsors and boosters, from team ticket sales, from agent deals, or even have agents to make the deals." With one side saying yes, players make the money; they ought to get a piece of the money, and the other side saying no money will win the sport. I don't really have a perspective on whether or not college players should get money. I think that they should get some sort of money, but I think if you integrate too much money into their system, if they're getting million dollar contracts, then they'll really. Uh, lose a lot of incentive, which is what makes college sports so interesting, right? They have everything to gain and nothing to lose. This is why they play so hard, and this is why, you know, they try their hardest every season because you miss one, you lose one game of the season, you could be out of contention for the national championship. So every game really matters. Um, continuing along, well, that's a moot point now, and not simply because the NCAA seems poised to relax profit restrictions against college athletes. It's politics rather than sports. Uh, we have to thank for that Colin Kaepernick with his anti-police pig socks and the unbended knee activism that should have been done on his personal time, not pre-game gimmicks. Um, moving on, and then Yahoo Sports said national anthem should be played at a sporting event. Um, and then there's been a bunch of sports happening. So you go into ESPN, you go into NBC, and everything, they're just talking about politics. So uh, the NBA are striking athletes. Uh, the Bucks are walking off the court. Naomi Osaka won't play in the semifinals. Um, I... I hope, and this is off the article, but I hope that at some point we can uh, return to discuss sports in a way that they're supposed to be discussed. Um, when we talk about money, or we talk about statistics, we talk about the controversy of the plays, not of society. And we say, oh wow, maybe that should have, like the Saints-Rams call. Oh, that should have been a pass interference. Okay, it sparks debate. Well, we should discuss these things. We shouldn't go on we shouldn't go on irrelevant tangents about things that are unimportant to the sport 
but vastly important to our society. I don't think that we should do that. Um, you know, if you look at how these sports have done with politics and everything, you can just start with the NBA. But um, their ratings have plunged because of these racial justice protests. Um, nearly um, 40% of respondents to a new Harris poll said that they're watching less basketball because the league has become too political. Um, the ratings had dropped even before the NBA took a hiatus in March and have, you know, they've grown since the league was in play, obviously, but they dropped a lot. Um, they, a Harris poll took aim at this issue. They reached out to 2,000 people and 38% of the votes said that the league has become too political. 28% of the votes said that it became born without fans, which is true. The league has become really born without fans. And 19% of the votes said China. Um... The problem with the NBA, at least with a lot of these racial justice beliefs, and you know, they're more than welcome to have it. They can have it, right? I don't mind. Uh, but you were given this platform because you are an incredibly talented man, um, or you know, woman if you're in the WNBA, but you're an incredibly talented athlete who's worked their entire lives to be able to do the thing that they love, which is basketball, right? You know, there are very few NBA players who hate basketball or who dislike their sport. And so when you ingrain your individual political beliefs onto the platform that was given to you to play sports on, you cause a sort of divide amongst the viewers and the supporters of your teams because... Many people who watch LeBron James or who watch a bunch of these other NBA superstars, they don't watch you for your political expertise or for your political opinions. That's what they watch Fox and CNN for. They watch you because you're one of the greatest athletes who's ever walked on the face of the earth. Now, I'm not saying, uh, you know, stick to dribbling a basketball because I think that you should be able to have countless political views. I'm just saying that you don't necessarily need to be doing that in the game or pre-game or post-game. If you look at LeBron's, um, if you look at LeBron's Instagram or his Twitter, um, he has millions of millions of followers and supporters on there. So do something on there. Make sure that you're going to, if you're going to talk about something, make sure that you talk about it on there, on your free time. Okay, you have 72 million followers on Instagram. A lot of people will listen to you, okay? Just don't necessarily incorporate what you're doing into the league or into your game because that, that's not necessarily what many people have paid for you to do. Um, along with that, there was a lot of stuff that happened uh, with the whole Steve Nash thingy, which, you know, it was horrible, and no one really liked it. But basically, what happened was Stephen A. Smith said that the main reason that Steve Nash uh, was offered his job was because he was white. Um, well, I applaud Stephen A. because I agree with a lot of his points. Um, I think he's a wonderful sports commentator, but I think that he's wrong here. There, there have been nine black former players who were given NBA head experience with no job, ex uh, with NBA head coaching jobs with no job experience. Um, Jason Kidd, who got the same Nets job, 
that uh, Nash just had Doc Rivers, Derek Fisher, Isaiah Thomas, Mark Jackson, Magic Johnson. Um, and along with that, Nash has, he's a Hall of Famer. He is um, two-time MVP, eight-time NBA All-Star. Um, and he has a long and extensuous and wonderful career in the NBA. As many could debate that he's one of the greatest white players to ever play in the NBA. So I think that this position is wrong. And I think that when people automatically go to, at least in sports, integrating their positions solely based off of race and gender, you forget that the main reason why people watch sports is not to view your race or gender, but to see your talent. Right? We don't care. As consumers, we don't necessarily care what you look like. We care about how well you can play. In the NBA, we don't care if you're black or white. We care about how well you can shoot a ball or how well you can dunk or how well you can pass or how well you can block or how clutch you are. We don't necessarily care about your skin color. And I think that... Um, I think that's solely relating your skin color uh, as reasons for failure or success are very detrimental to the sport. Uh, so let's move on to the NFL. Um, there was just poll that was happened on Twitter with David Hawkstead, and the poll said this. Uh, the first NFL game of the season is Thursday night. I absolutely cannot wait. Will you watch if a player kneels during the national anthem? 13.3% uh, said yes. 86.7% said no. Uh, this was out of 4,850 votes. Uh, I'd have to say I'm part of the 13.3% that said yes. I won't agree with them necessarily, and I won't necessarily like that they're using their sports platform as a way to highly politicize things per se but I will watch the game because I love the NFL I won't watch any of the pregame stuff but I will watch the game of the NFL um, what happens when you turn sports into political debates is your ratings go down uh, the Daily Caller had another poll uh, that said from Gallup that only 30% of Americans have a positive view of sports, 40% have a negative view, and 29% are neutral. Uh, in the first half of August 2019, sports had a 45% approval. From July 30th to August 12th, sports had an approval of 30%. That's a minus 15% swing in a matter of a year. Uh, among adults in the same time period, sports went from a plus 20% net positivity to a minus 10, which is a negative 30% uh, swing. Uh, I think it's obvious to say that many people don't like it when sports, you know, ingrain all these politics into it. And like I said with the NBA, if you're an NFL athlete, you're one of the top, you're one of the top one to five percent of athletes in the world. You're extremely strong. You're extremely well talented. You're very fast. We don't care what you look like. We don't care what you believe in. We don't care about a lot of the things that you do. We care, though, about how well you play. Now, we respect you, and we understand that you may have vastly different political beliefs or moral beliefs than many other people, which is perfectly fine. Um, we understand that, and we accept that, and we realize that. But we don't want that in our sports. We don't. I mean, I don't think that it's... I mean, I don't think that... It's, uh, I don't think, uh, oh, oh, actually, I won't go down that road. Um, the, I remember a couple weeks ago, Jonathan Isaac stood for the, uh, for the NBA national, for the national anthem in the NBA, while everyone else was kneeling, uh, hooking arms, kneeling on towels. Um, 
his jersey's number skyrocketed to number two. Now, why is that? Because he didn't necessarily make it a political thing. I really dislike the reason that we've come to where in American sports, if you kneel or stand for the flag, that's considered some sort of political endeavor, a political stunt, and I think that's a horrible reaper. Um, but it's the pro- the problem with this is we don't necessarily want to get lecture, or we don't necessarily want to get told during a game by multi million dollar athletes uh, about anything about many things. I mean. The popularity of sports in America has been a huge price because people often value their political view over uh, the enjoyment of the consumer, which is, you know, what the point of these sports are. I mean, the point of these sports is because we enjoy them, okay? So we pay you because we enjoy them. We pay you a lot of money because we enjoy them a lot. And so when we give you this platform of stuff that we enjoy and you go and do other stuff on that... Obviously, we're not going to enjoy that as much. You're, we're going to your ratings are going to drop. Your popularity is going to drop, and the amount of people who like you are going to drop. Um, so I, I think that we should keep politics out of sports. I don't think that they match at all. I think it's a horrible position to say that politics belong in sports because they don't. They really don't. So now that, now that that's done, I, you know, I wanted to get that off my chest because I, you know, I, I feel very strongly that politics shouldn't be in the sport. Um, let's talk about a couple other things. So the NBA, uh, the NBA is uh, has a great playoff race. Uh, the Heat beat the Bucks four to one. I was very uh, surprised by that. I actually thought the Bucks were going to win in five or six games, and I was very wrong. Uh, Toronto came back in a double overtime, and they beat Boston one twenty five to one twenty two. The series is tied three to three with the winner facing the Heat in the Eastern Conference Final. Um, the Lakers um, are going to face the Rockets tonight at ten p.m. Eastern. The Lakers lead two to one, and whoever wins that game will face the winners of the Clipper Nuggets series. Uh, the Clippers won last night, ninety six to eighty five, as they take a commanding three to one lead. Uh, so these are going to get really exciting. These are going to get really good. Uh, Billy Donovan is not going to come back for the. Uh, Billy Donovan is not going to be coming back for the Oklahoma City Thunder head coach, and the Bucks have a lot to figure out. Now, let's talk about the NFL. So the NFL season is tonight. I absolutely cannot wait. I'm so excited for this. Uh, I said this earlier, but. Uh, the Texans are playing the Chiefs tonight. As let me, let me get this question. Okay, the Texans are playing the Chiefs tonight on NBC at, at Kansas City. I think Kansas City is going to destroy them. Uh, the Eagles are playing the Washington Football Team, the Redskins, but we can call them the Washington Football Team. There's a huge controversy over that. Um, so they really derailed their offseason. I think the Eagles are going to win that game, and the Dolphins are playing at the Patriots. I think the Patriots are going to win that game. Uh, Packers are playing at Vikings. I think Minnesota takes this one. Colts are playing at Jaguars. I think the Colts take this one. Bears are playing at the Lions. I think the Bears take this one. Raiders at Panthers. Panthers take it. Uh, Jets at Bills. Uh, Bills take it. Browns at Ravens. Ravens. Seahawks at Falcons. This is going to be the game that I'm really important to. A lot of people are saying that the Falcons are going to win this game. I, I think Greg Rosenstock that they're going to win 24-23. I think that that's a horrible position. I think the Seahawks are going to slap up the Falcons. Uh, Chargers play the Bengals. I don't know who's going to win this game. You have a new quarterback in each system. Uh, you have relatively, you know, somewhat not the best rosters. I don't know what's going to happen. 
It's at Cincinnati, but I think I think LA is going to take a little win over that. Cardinals at Niners. I don't know. These are great games. These NFC West division games are some of the greatest games ever. So I don't know what's going to happen. I think the Niners are going to win. The Bucks at Saints. This is the game, and I'm really looking forward to as well. I'm going to see uh, Brady with Evans, with Godwin, with Ronald Jones, with Leonard Fournette, and Gronkowski, and a, a decently well defense against the Saints and Breeze and the whole offseason controversy uh, with uh, Breeze saying that he's you know not going to uh, agree with anyone who disrespects the flag, uh, but he changed his position on that. And so that's going to be an interesting game. I don't know. It's playing in uh, the Superdome. So it's going to be interesting. And the Cowboys play the Rams. I think the Cowboys are going to win that one. That's a Sunday night game. And then Monday, we have the Steelers against the Giants. And the Steelers are going to win. And then Monday night, we have the Titans against the Broncos. And the... Oh, boy. Titans at Denver. Who's going to win that game? The Broncos are going to win that game. The Broncos are going to beat the Titans. Uh, that's the week for week one. Uh, week two, we have some... Okay. Week two, we have some good games as well. We have... Oh, okay. It doesn't really start off on the best game. The Bengals beat the Browns. And then you have Jags, Titans, Panthers, Bucks, Broncos, Steelers, Rams, Eagles, Niners, Jets, Bills, Dolphins, Vikings, Colts, Lions, Packers, Falcons, Cowboys, uh, Giants, Bears, Football team, Cardinal. Football team, oh my. Washington Cardinals, Chiefs, Chargers, Ravens, Texans. Uh, Texans have some tough games. Woo! Patriots, Seahawks. I really dislike the Patriots for obvious reasons. Uh, and Saints, Raiders. So I'm really looking forward to see how the rest of these games pan out. Um, I think that's everything. Sports are starting back up soon. They're being ruined by politics and personal agendas, but that's not what we, that's not what we talk about because we don't think that politics should be in sports the NBA is heating up um, there's been massive controversy over UEFA there's been massive controversy over UEFA um, Bayern beat uh, Barcelona 8-2 Messi was thinking about leaving now he's going to stay Guy Havertz is leaving um, Suarez may be leaving to go to Juventus so there's been a lot of a lot of talk about that but Let's um, let's wait. Let's see how we do. Um, my bubble predictions—they uh, were my bubble predictions so far have been okay. I think I messed up on uh, comeback player of the year. I think I said Bam Adebayo. It wasn't Bam Adebayo. Comeback player of the year. The comeback player of the year this year was um. Well, actually, let's check out the NBA award. Um, Nick Nurse won Coach of the Year. I got that correct. The M the MVP hasn't been uh, said yet. I said Giannis, the Rookie of the Year. I said John Morant, the Sixth Man of the Year. I said Lou Will, who was Montrezl Harrell, the Defensive Player of the Year. I said Giannis, the Most Improved Player. It was Brandon Ingram. So I said Bam Adebayo. It was Brandon Ingram. Um, so let's let's see how this stuff works out. Uh, let's see how the NFL works out. Apparently, uh, the Chiefs and the Texans said that they were going to have some sort of platform for racial justice. So I really want to see what that's going to look like, and I want to see how that affects the popularity of the sport of America's game. And MLB playoffs are starting soon enough. And yeah, I think that's about it. I will get back to you guys as soon as possible. I will record another podcast episode when I have the chance. 
Um, I mean, it's certainly making this a much more regular thing, especially considering sports now are going to be a much more regular thing in this. I, my knowledge of the NFL is much greater than my knowledge of the NBA. Um, so we're going to start talking about that. We may be watching some games live and going over stuff and seeing what happens and making some predictions about the next plays and commentating over it. And then we'll be making, you know, end-of-the-week analysis. Um, I also want to start this little um, thing during the program where um, we look at the media and we just look at our phone and just see the hottest stuff that's happening in sports world on Instagram pages, on Twitter, on um, various different sports websites. And then we can just give our opinion that's uh, on matters hot off the press. So I want to talk about all that stuff and much more. Um, Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Smack Talk podcast. Uh, be prepared for more, and I will talk to you guys soon. All right, peace out.